bored on a Friday night. We decided to sit around and start programming stuff. We, we, named, after, we named after Morris. He's the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> everybody welcome back to the wayback chronicles podcast where we celebrate everything from the 1970s to the current year uh i'm steve and i'm back with my good friends noel and keith and to kick off the 1988 years we have decided to start with everybody's favorite topic and that is pop culture of that era we're going to start a little bit turn it over to noel tell us a little bit about the pop culture of 1988 that we can discuss today yeah, so there's a lot of things that happened in 1988. Um, pop culture, if you're not familiar with this topic, and we've 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 thrown this, we've we've drawn this topic a couple times out of the hat. Um, it's basically basically kind of like a a miscellaneous, kind of a grab bag of events and activities, things that just happened in '88 that um, aren't necessarily like, like some of these are historical things. Some of them are just things that happened. Little things, big things, everything kind of in between. So anyway, we're just going to dive into this. But first of all, 1988, what was going on was there was a U.S. presidential election. And this was the end of the Reagan two uh, two terms. Uh, he, was, he was president from 1980 to 88. And so this was uh, his vice president was George H.W. Bush. So this is George Bush Sr. Uh, was Reagan's vice president. And... Um, he was uh, running, he ran against uh, the Democrats, uh, offered up Michael Dukakis, who was the governor of Massachusetts. Um, I don't know if he was the current governor or the former governor, I can't remember, but do you guys remember, was he Dukakis? I think he was former. Okay. I, think I, he was, I thought so too. I thought he was, a, he used to be the former, he was a former governor of, of Massachusetts. But anyway, they ran against each other. Bush won. Um, captured 426 electoral votes, carried 40 states of 50, which is a lot. Massive. Yeah. Uh, and then Dukakis received the 111 electoral votes in 10 states plus D.C. So um, it was not close, we'll say. But um, I don't know if you guys remember, um, there was an image that the Dukakis campaign pushed out there to, I mean, you know, like get, make him look tough on war, make him look like a, you know, military guy because George H.W. Bush was a world war two vet. And I mean, he, and he'd served with the CIA. I mean, he's, he was kind of a military guy. And I think that Dukakis, uh, Dukakis campaign was like, we need to like give him, yeah, Keith is showing the image. We may post this on the <laughs> Facebook page, but it was, it was kind of, uh, it was what it what they did is they put Dukakis in an M1 Abrams tank, and um, it backfired big time on Dukakis. And it's become as uh, Dukakis in the tank is kind of shorthand for a public relations nightmare. So, um, you guys, you guys remember that? Well, Keith just showed us that picture, but he looks so tiny and like out of place. I don't know how to explain yeah. it. If you haven't seen the image, it's definitely worth a Google, but it was very contrived and, and, you know, just, yeah, I mean, it literally is embarrassment for him. Yeah. And, uh, but you, you can definitely tell when things are true and when things are absolutely staged. Mm -hmm. And this thing is absolutely staged. It probably did more harm than good. 
Yeah, no, I mean, hundred percent. It was uh, it was this image that they were hoping to have one effect and had the absolute opposite effect. But um, anyway, anything you guys found in your research that uh, uh, about pop culture? Yeah, it really just you know related to George H. W. Bush's. I, I can't think of him without thinking of the Saturday Night Live skits that came out during this time, <laughs> Spe- specifically Dana Carvey. You know, Dana Carvey. Not gonna die. <laughs> Thousand points. points of the light. light. <laughs> Got a deck. Yeah, thousand <laughs> points of light, and uh, it just you know you know you know people say those were like the glory days of SNL. And, 100%. Uh, you know, what what a great cast during you know that show, and yeah, yeah, you know, I think SNL was what what connected us to the to the pop culture events going on during our, during our you know early adulthood and early yeah. I guess late late teens and and. Yeah. Uh, yeah, always a, a, a great show. Never miss Saturday Night Live during this time. No, that was that cast back in the in those times was was amazing, absolutely amazing. Yeah, so yeah. it really was. I think the the thing that got me excited was, and especially now that I'm in a town that doesn't have one, <laughs> was uh, the first Walmart Supercenter opening in Wheeler, Oklahoma. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, general merchandise of a typical Walmart plus a full scale supermarket to provide a one stop shopping convenience. You know what I'm talking about? So yeah. yeah, do you remember you you guys remember the first time you ever walked to Walmart Supercenter? Because I do. I, I do. I yeah. do. I was I was like, is this how does this building's middle stay up? It's so, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> it's, so it's it was it was it was so massive. Like you could get on the far left wall and you couldn't see the far right wall. Yeah, like yeah. it is so 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 bigger. It's so much bigger than anything I've ever I'd ever seen at that point. But I mean, we used to uh, look at uh, you know play a little game like I wonder if they sell this here or not. So we try to come up with an item that they didn't sell and they sold it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because I know they you know they've, they've pared back their assortment a little bit now, but. Uh, yeah, but uh, it was great. I mean, they literally had everything. Yeah, we should yes. do that. We should post through this with this episode a Walmart scavenger hunt for the most random thing somebody can post for a prize. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Let's. I think we should the, do it. What's the most random thing you could find in Walmart? Yes. So, yeah. so Steve, as the administrator, you can start a thread, and we will have people post the most random things they found at Walmart, and we'll pick our favorite for there a for a, we'll for a a swag um, little appreciation token. Yeah. Yeah. So um, while we're talking, that would be funny. <laughs> no, that would be awesome. <laughs> while we're talking about kind of retail and stores, there the um, uh, McDonald's hit a milestone in their development too. They opened their ten thousandth restaurant in Dell City, Virginia, um, which today they have over forty thousand across the globe. So. Um, that's a lot of growth from 1988 yeah. to 2023. They, you know, that's 30,000 30, places that they've opened um, in that in that span of time. Which, um, you know, I don't know, 10,000th restaurant in Dell City, Virginia. It's we think of them now as they're all over the place because they are, but back then only 10,000. Um, yeah, only yeah. only 10,000 <laughs> back in the day. But I thought that was kind of interesting too. So. Yeah. Anything, Steve? No, I mean, just, uh, you know, I, I had this these notes um, for the TV and movies, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you forget that Wrigley, uh, <laughs> there was a time where Wrigley Field didn't have lights. In the mm-hmm. And uh, and so, uh, yeah, it was crazy. This is a year. I mean, it seems like it was much longer than this. But yeah. 1988 is when, you know, until 
till August eighth. Yeah, you know they they played their first night game. August yeah, nineteen eighty eight. Yeah, I remember they they uh, like the commentators dressed up in tuxedos and stuff. Like they did it right. Like it was a big, big, big deal. Um, I, I didn't, uh, I wasn't watching baseball every night uh, back in '88, but I do remember seeing that come on like the nightly news. Like it was a, it was a big news event that um, they had had lights on on the, the stadium. So. Yeah, the baseball purists didn't like it. Yeah, I don't know. That was and, a big uh, deal. And so, of course, yeah, I've been to Wrigley. I don't know if two of y'all have. But I have. have. Yeah. I have. It's it, it, it really is walking into a shrine. Yeah. Like we walk out from the concourse or whatever they call that area, you know, up into the stands and you see the field. I mean, it's just beautiful. It is. And, uh, and so, yeah, I mean, I can see why the purists, you know, weren't upset about changes to Wrigley. Yeah. Underneath the stands, it's like the original baseball park as it was is still there and yeah. like the concourse is it's very narrow um they've not they've not done anything really to to change it much at all so like i when i went i got seats like right behind home plate and because i wanted to get that whole that whole experience of being like right there underneath the beams and all that kind of stuff and i mean it is if you're a baseball fan and you haven't gone to wrigley you definitely need to go because it is it is really it's really something so yeah yeah, but that's um, it, you know interesting. I'm reading a little article about the lights of 1988. They almost prevented them from having a World Series there. Really, because of yeah, the lights. Yeah, right here. A quote: uh, uh, the quote from uh, Green was, "The Chicago Cubs will not be able to play its World Series home games in Chicago this year because of the light situation at Wrigley Field. It is also possible that our league championship games will also be moved. Pretty huh. crazy. Huh. Wow. wow, there's wow. some." Some people that that had their uh, feelings hurt about they were very, like you said, Steve. They were very upset that they changed it. Yeah, I mean that's the power of primetime TV right there. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. uh, the advertising dollars is is probably the main thing that drove that decision. Yeah, I'm sure it did. I'm well, sure and, did. and carry carry forward to 2023. This year, Wrigley Field. I'm looking here. Got the new LED lights that does all of the dancing and moves along mm-hmm. with the music and everything. So now we're going from just getting yeah. lights to the whole experience, yeah. like you're talking about, Noel. What what yeah. sells the what sells the most seats? You know, yeah. yep. crazy, yeah. very true. Man, what is there a bigger icon when you think about the Cubs and Harry Carey? And, oh my uh, gosh, you know, no. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, Holy cow! I'm a butt man. <laughs> yeah, but like commercials like I'm a Cubs fan and I'm a butt man. <laughs> uh, 1988 was the year that Rush Limbaugh started his conservative talk show. Oh wow! Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. That that was a uh, um, man. That that kind of. Talk about a shift in in world politics, uh, or at least in in national politics. Whenever that started, because man, you started a whole. Now you don't think of. I mean, AM radio um, has changed dramatically. I mean, every every channel has got some some talk on it. Some conservative talk is really conservatives really kind of dominate the airwaves on the AM AM dial for sure. But um, yeah, nineteen eighty eight is when he started his uh, his talk show. The EIB yeah. network, mm-hmm. yeah, right yeah. behind the golden, so, well, behind, behind the golden, golden microphone. microphone of one half of my brain tied behind my back to make it fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. You know, here, here's another thing, and I think you might have mentioned this. No, you might want to speak mm-hmm. to it. But this is this was the year that the Doppler radar was invented. Wasn't oh it? yeah, yeah. That's um, yeah. That's right. 
Um, this is I, Doppler radar. You don't think about it, but it's a it's a big part of our lives. I mean, the um, our it was mine on the highway today. I just say, it. yeah, yeah. Doppler <laughs> radars, yeah. Doppler <laughs> radars are used for aviation. Um, they're used for sounding satellites. Used for Major League Baseball. We were just talking about baseball. They use it for their Statcast system. Of course, meteorology. We're all familiar with that um, application. Like we're watching the news and stuff and see the weather. Um, it's telling you like when clouds are moving in, all that kind of stuff. And can tell you the intensity of storms coming in, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then of course the radar guns, like, you know, that, that cops use and things like that too, is also Doppler. So, um, yeah, it's, a it's quite a big, quite a big invention that, uh, that, that hit in 1988. And then just yeah. think about how much of a part of our lives it is these days. It's pretty amazing. So. Absolutely is. But, so, uh, you know, I really thought it was a lot older than that, to be honest with you. Yeah. And kind of like what Steve said about the lights at Wrigley. It, it didn't seem like it's that recent that this, that this radar system yeah. came into being, but yep. yeah, totally. Yeah. Have you ever played lawn darts? Yes. I remember as a kid having some lawn darts, my mom bought them for me. Have y'all Keith? Keith? I did. Yes, I did. Yeah. I, I remember playing it and then it going into the boring rubber nub instead of the spike. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's well, what I, I've never been exposed to the danger of lawn darts. And, <laughs> uh, and, and, and apparently, you know, the government found, found it was important in 88 to um, ban the sale of lawn darts because they, were, they killed, you know, they led to some children deaths and which is super sad, but yeah. Uh, um, Three kids, right? Yeah, three, got killed by. Children. Yeah, God, that's um, that's a, that's sad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I and I can see how it could happen because they're, <laughs> at least the the first the first uh, iteration of that was not very safe looking. I mean, yeah, to I mean, be honest, toss a weapon up in the air and <laughs> and it comes what's down. Happen? Yeah. yeah, with people standing near the target area. Yeah. That reminds me of the movie Grown Ups. Have you all seen Grown Ups where he shoots the arrow in the air? It's uh, Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> and they all scatter. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that goes back to the old Saturday Night Live cast, right? So, yeah. You know, but oh, man, yes. And then Rob Schneider gets it stuck in his toe. It's yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it made me think of that. Yeah. That's funny. That was funny. Yeah. I, I thought another interesting thing was that uh, in uh, April 23rd, 1988, Reagan signed the bill banning smoking on all domestic flights that had duration of two hours wow. or less. And I mean, I, I don't know about you guys, but I am so glad that there's no smoking on flights, man. Totally. I, oh, gosh. Totally. I cannot stand the smell of smoke. And um, it started with, I'm sure it probably started with, Hey, we'll just ban it on the short flights. Just, you know, kind of cope with, cope with it. You smokers like just hold it over or whatever. And right. it was kind of a stepping stone into all that ban on all flights, no matter the duration kind of thing. But yeah, I vividly very- remember flying and seeing like just the cabin filled with a plume of smoke. Do yeah. I remember this at all. I do. I do. Uh. I didn't fly for the first time until my senior year in high school. I was to Lubbock really? for, for university day in the spring. Mm-hmm. And, and so, but I remember smoking was banned at that time, but walking through the airport, you were still smoking the restaurants and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, I remember that they still had the ashtrays in the airplanes, like, but you just couldn't use them. Yeah. And uh, so I do remember there, 
you know, that'd be a part of it. Yep. Yeah, I do too. That's one of those things, like it's just part of our, part of our world these days. We don't even think about, but, um, yeah, yeah, there was a time and I tell my kids, like there was a time when you could smoke on a, on a flight and there was smoking on a flight and they're like, no way. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was a thing. Shoot. I mean that restaurant, I mean, anywhere, I mean, you think about yeah. how yeah. common all of smoking was on everything. And I, I mean, it would be shocking to go. I, I remember we went into a restaurant um, when we was mancation. And um, when y'all were playing golf, we went into this little restaurant in the little town we were camping at and it was like the front side was non-smoking mm-hmm. and the back side was smoking. And it mm-hmm. was like going back into that back side it was like was transformational. Like I went through a time machine. Yeah. It was so wild. <laughs> I was like, I vividly remember this, 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 this must, this, this smell, the, the, mm-hmm. the haziness. It's like, wow, it just blows my mind. You know, yeah. you just don't yeah. do that anymore. Yeah. Nope, you don't. You know what else they should ban on planes? What's that? Chicken. Fry- Fried chicken, yes. Thank <laughs> you. And, and uh, I don't even know this story. Got to tell the story. Yeah, I'll tell you the story behind this. So when when I lived in Juneau, Alaska, <laughs> um, we had to fly to Anchorage at times for work, and and uh, or vice versa. And, and uh, well, Juneau doesn't have any fried chicken places, so Anchorage has a Popeyes chicken, and we all know that's probably the best fried chicken out there. We can argue about it, but that's probably the best, the original best, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, so so Junoites, um, they would load up on bags full of fried chicken, and that would be their carry-on luggage. And uh, <laughs> oh and well, I, well, I love me some fried chicken. I don't like smelling someone else's fried chicken for a three hour flight because you know, right. that, that just like permeates your clothes and everything. So I'm calling <laughs> president Biden mm-hmm. and fried chicken on the plane please. <laughs> <laughs> and pajamas. People should not wear pajamas on the plane. As well. I um, agreed. While you're at it, once you ban talking on speakerphone, like in public, oh, yes, when, that's just uh, annoying. Oh my gosh. Oh, like and they're not like they're not like they're conversations that should be private. Like I've yeah. I've heard things on like speakerphone conversations that don't need to be heard by other people other than the person on the phone. Mm-hmm. It's like you got to have some spatial awareness. Like there are there are people around you that are hearing stuff that they don't need to be hearing, man. And you have your volume turned up on you know ninety eight of a hundred, and uh, it's. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a pet peeve of mine. I've got a lot of pet peeves, but that's one of them. That's a huge one. I don't understand. I don't need to know your whole life story. Holy mackerel, man. Crazy. And that's the same people that are clamoring on about privacy. Really? Like, yeah, it would be the same people, wouldn't it? You're right. Um, Well, a couple of tidbits on the gallon of gas without looking, you guys know what the gallon of gas costs. So 88, I believe I was either had my learner's permit at this time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I swear when I bought gas, it was 82 cents a gallon. Now, I don't know what the nation average was, but I'm pretty sure in Corpus Christi, Texas, it was 82 cents. 82 cents. Keith? I, I would say it's probably around 80 cents. Yeah. 80 cents. Yeah. The, the national average was a dollar eight, but. Oh, wow. I was kind of surprised. I thought that was kind of high because Steve, I'm like you. I mean, my, my part of Texas that I lived in central Texas, 
it was 89, 88 cents. I mean, it was, you know, not even close to a dollar. I remember vividly when it got to 99 or a dollar, it was like 1990, right before we went into Kuwait and uh, everybody was like, you know, uh, freaking out, like they reached a buck. So uh, yeah, I thought that was interesting. And then without looking to like federal minimum, minimum wage, you guys remember what minimum wage is? Oh my I think gosh. my first job was 385. Yeah. Is mine that right? Was, no, mine was 375, my first job. But do you remember you remember what it was in 88? I would, Keith? I would say 350. No, 335. No wow. kidding. Yeah. Wow. 335. I don't even know what it is. To get can you guys can you all send this to the research department and find out what like the current minimum wage is today in 2023? I believe yes. 750 an hour. Yeah, I was about to say I think it's 725. Yeah, it's r- roughly double double what it was back then, but um yeah, I thought that was interesting. It, it, it's interesting about the minimum wage today cuz uh there's not, I don't know if there's many businesses that actually pay at seven and a quarter. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, every single McDonald's you drive by is 15 to 18 per hour. It is. And mm-hmm. uh, I know my former employer, they were 15 bucks at a minimum. And uh, so it's sort of weird that, that the country is lagged behind raising that. I don't yeah. know that we need to have a national wage of 15 bucks an hour. A lot of people do, but uh, it's a debate for another day. But uh at least get to, you know, 10 bucks probably is where we need to be. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. All right, guys, I got a few uh, 1988 quotes. These are famous quotes from the year 1988. Again, I will give you the quote and then you tell me who who you think it is. Okay. okay. All, right. All right. Fire away. This first one's an easy. We'll start with an easy one. You guys should get this. Senator, you are no Jack Kennedy. Who said it and who did he say it to? Okay. So it was to Dan Quayle. Okay. I, okay. That part's heard. right. Who, uh, who, Texan. Who, who, um, said, who said it? Oh, Lloyd Benson. Hey, there you go. Right. Oh, good. Good call. Good Lloyd, call. Lloyd Benson was uh, Michael Dukakis's VP candidate, our VP running mate, I guess, is the right way to say that. And Dan Quell was, of course, uh, became our vice president in 1988. And that was during the debate. Um, <laughs> Lloyd Benson said to Dan Quell, Senator, you're no Jack Kennedy. All right. Here's another I'll tell you one. that that was a good one. I have it to admit. Do you, do you remember the other? Um, I hope I don't kill one of your talking points. But uh, remember the 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 um, scandal, or I guess the 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 drama that Quell created by how he spelled tomato and potato. Potato, yeah, yeah, potato. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Actually, ironically, that was one of the Wayback Chronicles tweets this last week, or um, of the week of June. 17th uh, mm-hmm. because it was on June fi- oh, no it was on June 15th June 15th 1992 Dan Quayle relying on a faulty <laughs> card erroneously instructs Trenton New Jersey elementary student to spell potato with an E during the spelling bee yep. <laughs> <laughs> good old Dan Quayle and, and he was oh, an man. idiot from that moment on yeah, was, eyes. Absolutely. yeah. No, I don't know man I'll tell you what some of the politicians we have today I would give money for some for <laughs> This to be the, the running. Dumb, this to be the dumbest thing they did was spell potato wrong. I would take it yeah. all day. Boy, isn't that the truth? Holy mackerel, man! Jeez. <laughs> all right, here's another one. I've got okay, okay. Four more. All, all right. right. Read my lips. No new taxes. Not gonna oh, that. Not gonna that. Not That was presidential <laughs> candidate George Bush. That's, that's actually the easiest one of this. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, he was a liar. 
But, yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It, it, wait a minute. You're telling me a politician lied? Yeah, yeah I know. Shocker. <laughs> yeah, that actually came back to haunt him in the 92 likes, if you guys remember that. Bill yeah. Clinton teed off on that. But oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, all right. Here's a, here's a, here's the last one. The other two, anyway, the, this is the last one. So I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. <laughs> remember that? J- Jessica Rabbit. That's yeah. right. Yeah. If you've never seen the movie Who Framed Roger Rabbit, it's a it's a classic. It's a great movie. Um, it was one of the first, I think, that actually incorporated like real film with cartoons and like mixed those together. Yeah. And um, it was really something. So Jessica Rabbit was actually a cartoon. And then uh, um, Roger Rabbit was her husband. And he was also animated and stuff too, but that's a, it was a really creative movie. Mm-hmm. Haven't watched that movie in years, guys. Yeah. I don't know if y'all have, but no, I haven't. I'm sure it probably looks ridiculous compared to stuff we see today, but it'd be fun to watch it again though. It's yeah, uh, it would be. I, I know we'll talk about in the in TVs and movies episode, but that was actually the number two gross in us box office movie in 1988. So wow. really huh. figure. Yeah. interesting. Um, yeah, that was kind of a, a segue into Steve's Steve's uh, topic. Yeah. So, anything else, guys? You saw that was interesting in your notes. So here's here's a fun fact where a a competing group steals the show from somebody else. So don't know if you all knew this, but before 1988, Duracell had a mascot called the Duracell Bunny that debuted several years before the Energizer Bunny. And in 1988 was when Duracell's trademark had lapsed and Duracell's North American rival Energizer obviously created the Energizer Bunny and the rest, as they say, is history. I never knew that. I never knew that. That's, um, that's, isn't that funny? Like they, Energizer was kind of sitting back watching Duracell and they waited for their their trademark to lapse and they snatched it up and, here comes the Energizer Bunny, and Duracell can't do anything about it because their trademark had expired. That's interesting. Yes. That is wild. I can I can honestly say I do not remember a Duracell Bunny, but I know the Energizer Bunny, and I can yeah. hear the thumping in my head as I'm talking right oh, now. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. It's iconic. Iconic. Yes. So no doubt about it. The best selling best selling 1988 cars. Oh yes, Buick Skylark was the best what? selling. Yeah, best selling car. We ride. Guess how much it costs? Oh, I'm gonna God. say, let's see, eighty-eight, mm-hmm. thirteen thousand, brand, brand new, show off the showroom floor, Buick, Thir- thirteen grand, dollar, eleven thousand three hundred bucks. Wow! And what about a Nissan Sentra? This is the second. I remember how Nine, small those cars were. Oh yeah, nine thousand. Wow, close. Yeah. Steve, you have a guess? I would have guessed what he said. Nine thousand. It's seventy-eight sixty-six. What? Wow. Oh my god. Seven thousand eight hundred sixty-six bucks. Can you imagine, man? Like, like I feel wow. like now for a fully loaded one of those, it'd be seventy-eight thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Crazy. Especially these Crazy. days, fits it. But, That's what um, I'm saying. Yeah, today. Wow. And in other kind of car related news, the Pontiac Firebird or the the Pontiac announced it would stop production of the fire plagued um, Fiero. Oh yeah. And wow. I don't know if you guys ever ever rode in a Fiero, but I had a good friend in uh, that I grew up with. He had a Fiero, and that thing 
was fast and furious and uh, was fun. It had a, the motor was in the back. Like it wasn't yeah. most all motors were in the front or is either middle or was it middle or the back? It was in the back, it was right? In the back, yeah. Yeah. But they stopped production. They stopped. The first one was produced in 1983. And then um, they said that they, uh, they stopped, stopped making them in 1988 or they announced they were going to stop making them. And also the Consumer Reports asked the federal government to stop making the Suzuki Samurais, which was a four-wheel drive vehicle that the magazine had given an unacceptable rating to during the review. But um, I remember those things would turn over. We had a... Yeah, I remember those things would turn over on a dime. So yeah, probably, I, I thought probably they were so cool, and I I wanted yeah. one so bad. Everybody but, uh, did. Yeah, I mean that was definitely end up getting a Chevy Beretta, with, which was equally a lemon compared nope. to that. But uh, but a chick didn't turn over. But a chick magnet car, yes, the Beretta, one hundred percent. I mean, I like the Fieros. I always thought Fieros looked really cool. Fieros look awesome. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fieros sounded like like a high speed lawnmower. <laughs> and uh, there was actually one driving down the freeway the other day, and it looked like it actually had caught fire at one point, and they just didn't you know, decide to clean it up. I, mean, it like, <laughs> I was like, that's the one that started it all. The Fiero would be around if it wasn't for that car. <laughs> what would happen if a Fiero ran into a Pinto? That'd be an interesting one. Oh, oh fire on fire, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mushroom cloud. Yeah, it is. Just, I mean, so was there ever an era where computers existed that we didn't have computer viruses? Uh, there had to be a time when they, because they had, I mean, computer viruses are codes. I mean, they're, they're people have short answer. Yes, but I can't remember one. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not really, I guess, one of the first known viruses were, it's called the Morris virus or Morris worm. It's mm-hmm. one of the first computer worms distributed via the internet and launched from MIT. You know, those, those smart guys learned yeah. how to create chaos. I think, it's, I think it's funny that they like claimed it. Like, oh yeah, that was us. Uh, <laughs> we did we were, that, guys. We were bored on a Friday night. We decided to sit around and start programming stuff. <laughs> We, we, named after, we named after Morris. He's the Joker of the crib. <laughs> you know, if, if someone's going to cause trouble, that's Morris. Good old yeah. Morris. Oh, Morris, you Joker. <laughs> He's always been really humorous. <laughs> <laughs> you got the laugh, Steve. Can <laughs> <laughs> I do that? <laughs> 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 I think we lost Keith. <laughs> he's he's down. He's down. He's down. <laughs> oh, man. I, I did not expect that. <laughs> that was a great voice, Noel. I mean, fantastic. you like. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, shoot. Hugh Morris. <laughs> <laughs> He's always the Hugh Morris one. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Mercy. That was a good one. Uh, <sighs> stomach I'm all right. hurts. All right. I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, Okay. 
Okay. I don't have anything that can top that for 1988 pop culture. Yeah, oh, I, I think, uh, I think, I think that's about. I think that's a wrap, fellas. Um, and I think the well, the one more, one more little factoid, and then I think we could just we should sign this off. But on September 29th, uh, 1988, um, the space shuttle Discovery uh, launched, and that was the first time that NASA put a space shuttle into orbit after the uh, Challenger exploded. So interesting. Everybody. I remember, I remember I, that day. Yeah, I do too. And I remember holding my breath, you know, I think everybody in the country did. Yeah. Go at throttle. Yeah. up. Those are those words that they said. Oh, yeah. Go at throttle up 73 seconds into is when Challenger exploded. And then um, discovery launched and without a hitch and got into space and everybody breathed a collective sigh of relief. And yes. Um, yes. Yeah. I was, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Makes you wonder what were those going through the astronauts' minds when he, they heard the go at throttle up, you know, oh, yeah. no you know, kidding. they, you know, they had to have a moment of massive tension because they're, they, they're families. Can you imagine their families? families. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Man. I'm really ready for us to start accelerating space exploration. It's, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. it's always like been a pride point for our country mm-hmm. and, you know, you know, Elon Musk and, you know, a couple of those other guys are they're you know, they're making that happen. Definitely getting cargo back in, you know, um, technology back up in outer space, but yep. you know, I thought we'd be on Mars by now. Yep. And uh, it's time for us to I get after that. Yeah, I think so too. I, I don't think it's too far off, but yeah, I'd, I'd like to see some really cool things like that happen in our lifetime. It's been a long gap between, I mean, that's, that was a huge point of pride in the late sixties, early seventies, you know, Apollo missions and all that. Mm-hmm. So yep. um, I'm going to get to go down to, the NASA center down in my Houston, we stand down there next week. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I just love going down there. I just feel, yeah. always feel so much pride when I go yeah. mm-hmm. around that area. Yep. And yeah. so, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Steve. I'm, I'm ready for that excitement to come back. I think it's time. Definitely Very cool. Down. Very yeah. cool. So, Hey, good research, fellas. This was a good one. Yeah. Our great laughs as well. We <laughs> <laughs> got a new voice. Yeah. Hey. Hey. <laughs> so which one which one are we teeing up next what's the next episode i'd say we either do tv and movies or music let's do it yeah. i say let's do let's, let's do it you want to do a coin <laughs> flip let's do it steve just laid out all the options right there <laughs> i know there you go. <laughs> it's, like, it's like asking your wife where do you want to go eat well we can go have a burger or we can go have a pizza Okay, what yeah. do you want to go to? Where do you want to go eat? I don't know. <laughs> it's up to you. Yeah, yeah. whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, Keith, call in the air. If okay. uh, you call it, um, then we pick you. Okay. <laughs> if you okay. don't call it, then we'll go with me. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. What am I calling? Heads or tails? Hey, uh, let's see. Uh, heads. It's tails. Okay, so that means it's TV and movies, right? Yeah, TV and movies. Okay, next. TV and movies up next. That's good. Awesome. That took way too damn long to get through that. <laughs> that probably let the robot make that decision for us. Yeah, probably so, but that's good. I like it. TV and movies coming up next. Looking forward to it, fellas. Sounds good, good guys. All right. Steve, who oops to wrap it up. Okay, bye. <laughs> we miss y'all already. Please come back. Yeah. Listen, See you listen, soon. listen to Steve's host episode. Bye. <laughs> oh gosh. All, All right. right. Seriously. Uh, hey everybody, thanks for listening. This was 1988 uh, pop culture. Nice job, Noel. That was fun. A lot of great mm-hmm. 
things. 1980 was a great year. 80s were all fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, you know, just adding on to the greatness of the 80s with that episode. So thanks, Noel. Yeah. Everybody, thanks for listening to the Wayback Chronicles. We'll see you way back soon. See ya. Bye-bye. listening to the Wayback Chronicles. All shows are written and produced by Noel, Keith, and Steve. Massive thanks to those who made these memories possible for us through the years. All songs, sounds, and effects have been attributed in the comments section and through links listed on waybackchronicles.podbean.com. We look forward to taking you way back again in the very near future.